as I removed the black over-ear Bose headphones from my skull, almost peeling them back like a villain might remove a wig in any blockbuster movie, my ears coming back to life, a little blood rushing up there. Not pulsating, but getting kind of warm. Feeling my ear. I take my left hand, drag it all the way down to where my earlobe would be. It's non-existent. I don't have one. I kind of tug at the bottom of my ear, almost begging for that to happen, but... Either way, refreshing like a splash of cold water to the face. Everyone, it's Monday morning. And that means a lot of things, I mean, depending on who you are. I think most notably, everyone, this is the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. Here's my thing. So on January, I want to say January 14th in 1934, uh, it was the first reported sighting of the Loch Ness Monster. Why I say that? That's not, well, that, I think that's important for pop culture reasons, but in the year 1934, we take the 34 out. Everyone, this is the 34th installment of the Monday morning commute. I wanted to take the long route there and see if we had anything to work with. I don't know if we do, but I do know this. I, I touched on bucket list items, you know, defeating the Rubik's Cube um, like three days ago. Another bucket list that I have, I just want to go to Lake Loch Ness. I want to get a nice beach chair. I want to bundle up. Cup of coffee, maybe some tea, some snacks, and I just want to look for Nessie. I, I'm being 100% serious. The unofficial bucket list, along with defeating the Rubik's Cube, that date is TBD, by the way, we don't know yet. I want to go to Lake Loch Ness. I want to go to Scotland. I want to set up camp. I want to look for this monster. I feel like I have to do it for some reason, and I, I want to do it. That sounds fun. Someone asked me, hey, we're Think about going to Palm Springs this weekend. You want in? I say, no, I can't. I'm actually going to Scotland. They ask, oh, that's fantastic. What for? I'm looking for the Loch Ness Monster. And I, you know, a probably fun dialogue might ensue. I'm genuine about that. I, like, I very much want to do that. And the only reason I bring this up is I was thinking, you know, what's a fresh way we can introduce the 34th installment? So I just typed in what happened in 1934. I learned that unemployment from the Great Depression actually dropped 22%. Bonnie and Clyde were actually caught and ambushed by the FBI in 1934. So we got a bit of a history lesson. I think I gave you all some facts right there as well. We're already moving pretty nicely, everyone. I um, This statement, so I believe I have done an episode on brunch or maybe a commute towards brunch. If I have not, I, I got to look. Through, I, I, I know I've made my feelings. Maybe it's just talk with my friends. I'm going to put it like this. I don't think brunch is good. If I haven't said that before, I'm saying it again. Um, and if I haven't, I think it would deserve a Monday morning commute. I, I very much would love to talk about that because I'm saying that brunch isn't good and I reside in Portland, Oregon. And when you think about ways to get kicked out of a city, specifically in Portland, you kind of just have to say brunch isn't good or you hate Birkenstocks and that's a one-way ticket to Seattle or something. Well, Seattle might, you still might get in trouble for those saying, well, you might get in trouble saying brunch isn't good anywhere. Um, and if you made a shirt that said brunch isn't good, and then you wore that out on the town, I think you might be asking for physical punishment, which is exactly why I made a shirt saying brunch isn't good. I did it, everyone. I actually posted a photo of it, put it on Tumblr. Haven't worn it yet. I, I ordered it online, some questionable website. It wasn't custom ink. It was pretty cheap. I think it was like 15 bucks to customize one shirt. Whereas custom ink, it would have been like 50 bucks unless I buy it in bulk and then maybe it's 25. So I have it. I think I'm going to wash it beforehand and I'd probably, it's a, it's a lighter shirt, but it's basically 
brunch isn't good and kind of old gothic lettering with um, green balloons around the edges. A little here's my thing in the middle. I just had to fill up space. I thought, you know, why not put it there? Because, I mean, that's my thing. Brunch isn't good. Color scheme-wise, that light green with black, I'm going for a little mitten chip plug. I'm excited. Everyone, yeah, I don't think brunch is good. But on the same note, I went for dim sum this weekend. It was amazing. It was great. I mean, it was a great experience. I don't know what else I would have expected. I went with a, a couple friends of mine. Uh, Nathan and Josh, we basically assumed a table, sat down, and from there, you got to understand, dim sum, it's a style of Chinese cuisine that is prepared as small, bite-sized portions of food, and usually served in, uh, you know, small steamer baskets or on a small plate. I, I took that definition directly from Wikipedia. I didn't want to botch it. The point being, imagine a world where when you go out to eat, you sit down, friends, family, maybe strangers if you're into that, and then you basically just kind of chill, drink hot water, maybe tea, cold water by request, and then you you wait for people to bring around food and you pick off what you want to eat. And you do that for hours on end. In the bill, it came out completely manageable. Really not that gnarly. It was doable. 15 bucks. I hung out. We were there for two plus hours. It was a great time. And I want to clarify something because I went at 9.30 in the morning. That's, that's when we met up for dim sum. You know, and you could make an argument. I went for brunch. You really could. I stayed till 11. Uh, and I think a lot of people might even look at dim sum as brunch, or they might just say, no, dim sum is dim sum. Ah, you know, and this is someone who's anti-brunch. You could make an argument that it is in that brunch range. I want to say that it's not at all, but I can, if I'm playing devil's advocate, I would completely play those cards. You could pin that on me. John, you went for brunch. And look, brunch and dim sum, the difference is it's obvious. But when you bring things around back in, a little bit of a, a different viewpoint, I see striking similarities. Let's get a few things straight. So brunch, one plate, large portions, if you covered in syrup, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal. But then things set in. Human nature sets in, right? A little bit of competitive edge. I want to eat this whole plate. Everyone else is picking out. It takes a lot of self-discipline to not eat an entire plate of brunch. And self-discipline that I personally don't want to have to implement at 10 a.m., right? But then all of a sudden you start factoring in economics. I want my money's worth. You didn't just pay 15 bucks for pancakes eggs, hash browns, bacon, maybe an extra nine for a mimosa, bottomless if you're lucky. You didn't just do that, but you did. Let's get what we want. Let's eat it. We dressed up. We want to look nice. Issue there, once you completely go to town, you're out of commission. If you, if you fully took all of that down, I think you're out of commission for the entire day. But that's the thing. It's right in front of you. It's, you're looking at it. That's what you have to defeat. That's what you have to engage with. That once the waiter brings out the food, there's no more surprises. It's like stepping into the ring with Mike Tyson in his prime. You've got two options. You either engage or you get out of the ring. And if you engage, hands up, but you're going to be going to sleep for at least four hours. And that's just a snapshot of brunch. I'm not here to get in the nitty gritty right now, maybe another time. But look, right off the bat, similarities. And I think the most obvious, most apparent, it's the opportunity to consume massive amounts of food in one sitting at an odd time during the day. We're not breakfast. We're not lunch. 
in between were brunch that this subculture uh, catapulted into the mainstream by Instagram. Here we are sitting down. You know, we got down 930. We were a little early. I'm not going to lie and say it didn't get packed. No, dim sum got pretty packed. Ooh, 10.30, getting closer to 11. It got pretty flooded. I know that's when brunch is popping off. And that's the other thing. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Disneyland, but if you were to just try to get in line at Space Mountain, you're looking at 45 minutes on a good day in terms of wait time. That's And that's a good day. I feel fairly confident saying the wait times at well-known brunch and dim sum spots, you're looking hour plus, basically enough time to completely reevaluate your decision to wait in line for almost an hour just for some pancakes. But dim sum, it's a little different. It's a little different. Maybe waiting in that long line justified because you are getting different food. Yes. You're getting a different type of service. But at the same time, are you actually there for the food? Or are you there for an extended liberty, a refreshing of privileges? Everyone, when I sit down at brunch, hypothetically, if I were to do that to myself, and I go alone, I take my time. I, I, I'm a DH, MLB. I get one at bat probably. Nine innings, I'm getting one at bat. I got a, no, I'm a pinch hitter, excuse me. I get one at bat, one time to pull through. And if I mess up, that's on me. God forbid I get eggs Benedict, hypothetically. I'm done for. I don't care how good their hollandaise sauce is. Let's switch that up. I'm a leadoff man. Batting in 295. It's a good year for me. I'm getting about 20 stolen bases. I'm at dim sum. I strike out in the first inning, no big deal, because third inning comes around. I got a completely new cart coming around too. I mess up again. Oh, my my bad. I'll throw my Wilson A250, hop in center field, make a catch, come in. Fifth inning comes around, knock it out of the park. That's the way I'm looking at dim sum. The, the ability to choose without realizing fatal error. The ability to choose knowing that, you know what? I'm going to get another shot. I have nothing to lose. Worst case, I don't like it. $3.99 on the bill. Uh, whatever. Let's move on. Oh, I don't like it? Any of my friends like it. Did we enjoy that? We're learning. So if I make a mistake for one round, I don't have to wait the next week to hop in line for one hour, to go with some friends, and then while we're in line, we're not abiding by the no phone in line challenge, and we're all on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, only to sit down at our table and do the same thing and take a photo of the dish, call it an omelet, pop it up on the gram. Not to mention, instead of having to read a description of the French toast, At dim sum, I'm getting literal views of this food six inches from my face. In waves, too. Hypothetically, I take a bad photo for the gram, a bad photo for Snapchat, for whatever you want to do it. On brunch, you only get one shot. If the camera eats first, great, but once you take a bite, you've messed it up. What if you're not into that photo later? With dim sum, it's a roulette of dishes. It's a roulette of pictures. It's a roulette of possible Instagram photos. Am I hitting the nail on the head for anyone at all? Let's level the playing field. So everyone, brunch, excessive portions, uh, uncontrollable amounts of sugar, dim sum, calculated doses of MSG. Everyone on that note, I'm actually looking at the clock literally right now. 
And it is about that time. So I hope we have maybe got off on the final stop of our bus ride journey. Maybe we're pulling up to the office right now, going right up to the door, about to open it up. And I'm going to send you all off on this note. Let's have a tremendous day, an even better week. I think it's going to be fabulous, everyone. This was the Monday Morning Commute Podcast. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.